Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. All right, so good evening. Here we are again, the Rebirth, uh, Grief and Rebirth, let me clarify, podcast. Um, We're still going strong here this fall. Irene, are you there with me again tonight? Again, so excited. We have been talking to such wonderful people who are making a difference. And it's been a really fun series so far. I feel like it's just mm-hmm. really eye-opening. These are, these interviewees that we've been chatting with um, have a lot of really good perspective into uh, a world that we're just really, you know, kind of tiptoeing in. I want to say, well, you you jumped in. You tried to dump me in, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm tipping my toes in. We'll say. I'm the spiritual one. I kind of dipped uh, Stephanie into the deep, I threw her into the deep end of the swimming pool, so to speak, with this. But uh, (laughs) I'm getting fantastic feedback to our podcast. People are loving the information they're getting and the the worlds we're opening up for them of what they never knew about. Let's open that up. I mean, if if people have questions out there and if they have any comments or feedback, definitely send it to us. Or if, you know, they know someone or you guys out there in podcast world know someone Someone that you would love to introduce us to or, you know, have us interview or have a really incredible, inspiring story to tell, you know, let us know. We, we would love to, to chat with you guys. Um, I guess they could, they could email you, Irene. You could send them to me. You're always the more chipper. Sure. Well, they can email me. They can email me at Irene at they serve bagels in heaven dot com, which is my which is my um, email address based on my book, which is called They Serve Bagels in Heaven. So everyone should or be able they to remember can go that to one. Your newest website, which is IreneWeinberg dot com. Remember, True. that's where all the podcasts True. are. So okay. they can find all our information on there. You guys know how to find us if you want to, but we would love to hear from you. So if you guys are out there and you want to give us a shout-out, let us know. Um, we were actually just talking. Um, I'll introduce our guest here in a minute, but we were talking about doing some Facebook Lives and actually going on site to show you some of these live, which I think will take a whole aspect of this whole spirituality to a whole other level to like kind of witness this. And so with that, I kind of want to introduce our newest guest. This this guest is very interesting. It's funny. We actually had talked about this on um, a couple podcasts earlier with Lee Van Zeel, and she's one of our mediums who does galleries, and she mentioned this whole new spiritual it's a healing, healing modality with, yeah with, with horses <laughs> and we were so intrigued to hear about how this is happening and how these horses kind of help that we had to bring them on so we have anna here anna are you there i'm here hi i'm excited hi <laughs> so Hello um, there. yeah we're thanks for joining us again tonight like i said we're really intrigued to kind of hear about this technique that uh you guys are hosting here over in in jersey and well, I guess I'll just let you kind of introduce it. Like, give us a little insight as to like what you guys are doing. I know you're called uh, the Bergen County Equine Center, right? Um, well, it's 
It, I'm, the, I'm the founder and executive director of A Stable Life, and we're located at Bergen Equestrian Center, which okay. I'm also the, the director of. And, um, and we're located in uh, Leonia, New Jersey, and that's in Bergen County, and we're about uh, probably about five minutes from the George Washington Bridge. So that's very close for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in Queens, but I, I like to shoot over the GW, so that's that's very easy to get Stephanie, there. I can visualize already a fantastic day for you and me there. <laughs> I'm just very – well, I used to ride it's, horses when I was younger. So we had we had a quarterback quarter, – uh, yeah, a buckskin quarter horse. His name was Sundance. <laughs> so, you know, I've had horses in my life, and so I'm just – you know what I mean, this kind of takes me back to my childhood a little bit, too, and I'm just curious to hear and kind of remember just, you because know, horses are very soothing. I mean, they're so great with kids, and, you know, that's what I loved about them. Um, so I'm just curious to see how, I mean, because you don't ride these horses, right? These are Correct. just here to help you with this um, kind of like a, it's like a therapy. So yeah. what, I'll mm-hmm. just let you jump in and kind of take over. Okay. Tell us a little bit about a stable life. So so we provide at, at Stable Life at a Bergen Equestrian Center, um, we provide a variety of non-riding equine tre- treatment programs for victims of trauma um, and those that are experiencing grief um, that often result or manifest itself in the form of addictions. And, and there are many different types of addictions, um, you know, overeating, um, substance use, uh, smoking. There are many, many different types of, of addictions. Um, and the horses and I provide a very safe, sacred environment that help them find a healthy way to ease the pain and to let and, and have their, their trauma and grief left in the dirt. Um, it, it, right here on the arena floor. That's so amazing. horses are natural healers, um, and and when you have our, the session with us, you have you have two two facilitators of the session. So one of them is the equine part of it, so that's the horse, and the other one is the the human. Um, and we just kind of directed. Horses are natural healers. They're they're natural Reiki healers. Um, and and Reiki is um, the the way the body stores energy and the way they store the way we as humans store trauma we we store it in different centers in our body so um horses are naturally they're they're always attuned to serenity because that's that's where they live they're very simplistic um their very design is all about safety and and it's all about survival um, because they are prey animals. So their very design is, they, their biological design is all about that, reading the energy or reading the energy field. You know, out on, on the desert plains or out in the mountains, they have to know, is that lion going to attack me or is it um, just chilling out in the sun? So they need to be able to read that energy very quickly at a, at, you know, a glance. They need to be able to read that. So reading us is child's play to them. <laughs> they're, they're just naturally inclined to do it. Um, and they have uh, chakra centers just like we do. They have energy centers. Um, but moreover, more importantly, their energy centers are huge. They're 1,200 pounds, and they're they're a big they're a big mass. So their energy centers are a lot bigger than ours. Um, you know, I, I you know they're they're you know how you have that personal space that that surrounds you, your energy that your surrounds aura, you, your aura. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. people call it by different things. People call it an aura. People say, oh, that's my purple circle. You know, that's my energy. You know, don't get in there. Well, horses, it's so much bigger because they're so much bigger. Um, and so they're natural 
at, at, at reading someone's energy and clearing it out. Um, and they have just, a, they, they know how to get rid of what doesn't serve them. They know how to, you know, get rid of the limiting beliefs. They know how to get rid of all that energy that doesn't serve them. They don't lie. They don't know how to lie. <laughs> so they're, they're always in their truth. And that's their gift to us to bring us back to our truth because only true our, only through our truth can we begin to heal. So when and, people come to your center and they do the work with a horse, mm-hmm. they walk out of your center and a lot of their issues are healed. And I, and I tell people that get you know be be ready to leave it in the dirt because you're never going to go through yeah. that again. Wow. You're not going to experience it again. You're going to leave it here and and it's going to be gone. It's what really if a person has gone. an addiction, Anna? They they can they they leave their they walk in and they leave their addiction behind also. Well, they, they absolutely they can they can well what we do see the addiction is is just a. Um, uh, not, I don't want to say just because I'm not minimizing it. Their addiction and and what they're they're addicted to is just the byproduct of what's really going on. Oh. So that's why I say get to their truth. What's the truth? What's the pain? Because what is addiction? Addiction is easing some sort of pain. It's 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 a it's a disease that we are we're coming to that we're manifesting. We're manifesting that disease, Makes but sense. it is from something. It is from Makes a trauma. A it is from a grief. It is from an anxiety. It's from somewhere. It's a byproduct. Now, does the horse choose the person who's going to be healed, or you? How does that work? Well, that's that's an, that's an interesting part of our work. The horse always knows. They always know who's coming into the session. Um, and so when I go into a session, um, they always know. They always know who the client is. And when when we're in a group type setting, because we do do individuals, we do do groups. So when we're in a group setting, it is the the horse really chooses what part of you and and you may not be aware of what part of you is in need of healing you may not be aware of which energy sh- chakra is out of alignment you may not be you may you may say you know what i'm i'm you know i'm thinking about this and thinking about this and um you know when it's it's really upsetting and and they may come right up to your solar plexus hmm. and that's when i'll say okay so where are you powerless in your life you know what's what's going on here what, where, where are you, where are you feeling that, so um, you, you know, in your you life? Know, these, are, these are like a group setting. So like, if, I'm just, you know, trying to paint a picture here of like people out there and they want to do this. So say if I wanted to do this, um, I actually did recently lose my father. So I'm going to use myself as an example here. Um, and, you know, I have an addiction to smoking. I don't smoke, but I'm just using that as an example. Now, mm-hmm. does the human have to, like, I mean, like you said, the horse will just pick you up. So you kind of just walk in, you're, like, in the stable in a group, like a circle, a group of people, and the horse just kind of gravitates to you, and he come, they come up to you? No. So what generally happens um, is, is we're in a group setting, um, and, and everybody is there in the group setting for, for some sort of healing, and it may not all be the same, but they're there for healing. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is... Um, I would I would take one person up one by one and I may use many different horses for it or I may use a couple of horses for one person um, but I would take the people up one by one when we do group stuff that's more that's more activities based mm-hmm. um, so it would be more of limiting beliefs and things like that 
that we would we would work within a group and it would be to okay well you know build something and have the horse go through it um, and the horse has to have that trust you as a former rider know that that the horse has to have that trust um, you know if you walk into as a former rider and and you'll understand this and uh, for those out there that that have been on a horse um, will understand this as well if you get on a horse and you have tremendous anxiety the horse knows the horse absolutely knows they can feel it through the arteries in your legs they can feel your blood pumping they can feel a fly on their back remember I told you it's all about survival and they have to twitch that fly off or that mosquito off why because they carry disease so they can feel that little that little prick on their back of, of the you know the the mosquito of or the fly getting a little blood they can certainly feel your heart pumping they can certainly feel what kind of anxiety what's going on in your energy centers they can feel it loud and clear Clear. And um, and it speaks volumes when you have a 1,200 pound animal in front of you telling you what your truth is and where you're feeling it. Now, is this why when I was about six years old, I got on a horse and the horse headed for a barn and almost decapitated me? <laughs> uh, you know what? If, if, were you? Did you have any kind of anxiety or probably? Or, probably. I mean, I, you know, I, it was the only time I was ever on a horse, and I got so frightened because I, the horse just took off and like went right to the barn. That, and it could very well be. It, it could also be, and we cannot put this aside, they're also animals of prey. So if they think that there's something to be afraid of, absolutely. Their only defense mechanism is to kick or to run. <laughs> they're animals of flight. So they're going to get themselves out of there. Remember, I said that they, they have nothing to do with things that do not serve them. Absolutely nothing. There are two categories a horse will, will, you know, size up a person or a thing and put them into. Things that'll eat me and things that won't. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. How did you get into this, Anna? Um, well, I've, I've been into horses for many, many years, um, and I've been into different healings for, for many, many years. Um, and as, um, as a natural empath, and I'm, I'm a pretty high empath, I can, I can, pick up what's going on with um, with other people and for many many years I didn't know what was what that was all about um, I was an executive in the financial industry for 20 years I sat in boardrooms for 20 years wow. and I would feel the energy in the room and say this I this is not right something's not right it was only when I started really working with with horses about 15 years ago or a little bit more that I started to say okay you know what that's not my energy. That's somebody else's because I know how I'm feeling. And horses in, in naturally give you that gift. They bring you front and center immediately. You're faced with a 1,200-pound animal. So you're front and center. You have to be. And, um, and then I started feeling, well, wait a minute. That's not mine. That's theirs. So I started to develop my own empathic abilities um, to, to where I'm, I, can, I can read the energy in a room, not as, uh, not as, as um, beautifully as a horse can, obviously. Um, their mass is much bigger than mine. Um, but it, 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 it's working with that energy that you can say, okay, well, something's going on here. And, and something, I'm, I'm feeling something. And the horse is, is giving me my confirmation that, yeah, you are feeling that. Yeah, it's right here. And so as, as a life coach, and I'm a certified life coach and have been for many years, I'm a business coach and I've been that for many years as well throughout my corporate life. Um, 
And so they direct me to the questions that need to be asked. They direct me to the healing that needs to be done. You have to be absolutely, you could be smiling on the outside, but terrified on the inside. And if you're not congruent with what's going on, they'll tell me. Because remember, they cannot lie. They don't know how to lie. They don't carry the baggage that humans carry. Um, they don't carry the stuff that humans carry. And I've 97% of the human beings that I've met carry, have, have, carry some kind of unfinished business, whether it's from their past or you know, limiting beliefs that they, they had to swallow and, and don't even realize it. But they carry the baggage. And it sounds like the horses removed the mask because a lot of people are wearing a mask um, you know, putting out a certain image or, or visual to the world, but deep down they have a lot of feelings they don't want people to know about or secrets or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, horses do not lie, especially to themselves. Yeah. So how yeah. do these people, um, you know, walk out of here? Like I said, like these people with addictions, like you said, they're just leaving them there. But, you know, do you recommend, is it just like a one-time therapy session? Is it where you got to keep coming back to the horses to keep yourself healed? Or is it, it takes so many times to like remove that addiction or? Well, you know, the, the, the addiction, like I said, the addiction or, or the disease will always be with you. It's, it's, you're, you're finding healthier ways to manage it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like having heart disease. Um, you know, you can have heart disease, but you're not going to leave it here. But what you will leave here is what's blocking you from taking your heart medication every day. Um, what you will leave here is what's drawing you to, to do that. Because if you think about it, what is smoking, right? Smoking is easing something. It's giving you something that you don't have. So there are healthier ways to do that. So horses will, will point that out and say, okay, well, what else can I do? And where, where else can I find the relief and the, the ease that I'm seeking? Because that's what I'm seeking. I'm seeking the ease. So, you know, if they leave the, so if they leave the farm, it's going to be easier for someone to apply the modalities to stop smoking because what's been blocking them from doing that is no longer there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I hold sessions here. Um, Generally on Monday, I do a lot of groups on Monday and on Wednesday, I do a lot of groups and, um, and the, the, the group of women that I, I was working with, they're actually, um, they are a group of, of therapists that work in the recovery field. And, um, the, the, one of the therapists, um, was, um, quitting smoking, um, and, and the whole time she was here and they were here about two and a half hours. And after the session was over, I went over to her and I said, did you feel like having a cigarette? And she said, I didn't think about it the whole time I was here. I didn't think about it once. Wow. And I now said, what about personality disorders? Take that feeling with you. Take hmm. that feeling with you and bring yourself back to it anytime you need that. Wow. Bring yourself back to that feeling. That's so and, smart. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what is able to, to get them through to the next session. Um, now, to answer your, your question again, um, I'm, I'm sorry, and to go back to your question, how many sessions? We usually recommend six sessions, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and continued behavior, continued behavior change for 21 days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you really make the change. 
you know, after 21 days, it's a habit. Right. Um, so if, if the behavior changes, if you say to me, oh, you know what, I really want to get in shape. I really want to get in shape. Okay, so what's the action plan? And the horse will tell me whether or not you're in your truth. They'll tell me because if you're not in your truth and you're not congruent with what's going on, the horse will tell me um, <laughs> with their own behavior. They'll tell me, you know, they'll they'll rat you out in a second. <laughs> well, with that, it, that's why I wonder, like, because, like, what if, you know, some of these people have addictions, like you said, we're doing them in groups. Like, what if they're, like, ashamed of their addictions? Like, what if it is overeating or alcoholism or, like, yeah, binging, you know what I mean? They may not want to admit that. And, like, I know you said you walk them up individually to the horse, but is that still something they have to kind of, you said they have to come to their truth? Do they have to, mm-hmm. like, kind of admit that to you and them and, you know, kind of focus in on that to be able to remove it? Okay, so when we have when we have recovery groups, they're all here for the same reason. Okay, so it's easier. So, yeah. so all that mask is gone. All what if a person has a personality disorder like narcissism or borderline personality or whatever? Do the horses help with that too? Well, the horses have good luck the, getting the, them there, Irene. If they're but the horses. <laughs> but what are we getting them there? <laughs> we we do have quite a few people that are. Um, that have been diagnosed. Um, and we recommend at first that um, they do do this as um, the adjunct work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we do have an LCSW on staff, so we have a clinician on staff. Um, we do recommend that they do this as an adjunct, but many times um, they end up, and I'm not promoting this either way, whatever your, um, whatever your psychotherapist or your psychiatrist recommends, but a, a lot of times they do end up as this is their primary, and then they go back to their psychiatrist once a month. Um, Maybe the horse gets them to acknowledge that they have a problem. Well, they're in denial. We're also truly, and I could say this, we we are truly stigma and judgment free because a horse doesn't care what you've done yesterday. A horse doesn't care about that nonsense. We are they they have no judgment of you. They want to know who's showing up in front of them today. They don't care about you know oh you had to do all of this stuff to um uh you know to feed your addiction. They don't care that 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 that's not that's not part of who they are. They're always in their truth. It's who's coming today. So they truly have no judgment at all on you. So we can honestly say that this is a stigma-free and judgment-free area. That and that, that that brings that brings a different level of trust and a different level when we say a safe sacred environment, we really mean that. It brings a whole different level to it. So there's nobody here that's going to say, "Oh, well, this one has an eating disorder and that one." There's no, you know, and 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 this is what's missing from a lot of um group type of of um group type of therapies and, and I'm not, I mean, it ha- certainly has its place, but that's what's missing because you have the human aspect of it in there and all humans are subject subject to judgment. And we can say that all we want that, oh no, we don't judge, but guess what? We were brought up with certain judgments. We were raised with don't cross the street and, you know, on, on that light and don't touch the hot pan on the stove. Those are judgments and, uh, you know, certain things are not good for us and, and, and th- those are judgment. Now, a lot of it it was to keep us safe but we do have certain judgments that were just put in place before we were eight years old so they now have become part of our beliefs so horses don't have that they strip away all of that nonsense 
like a like a specific story, you know, without you know giving anyone away or anything, but like give us like an inside view, like of one of these inspiring stories you've kind of watched firsthand and you know seen someone kind of transform in front of you. Oh, there there are just so many of them, um, and I we we had I, I I my inspiring stories happen every time I walk in the ring with somebody, um, and one of the um, the 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 young ladies that she's been coming um, weekly for I'd say the last um, the last six weeks, and um, and and she struggled with um, with running away from home. And she struggled with that, and, and not so much um, because of um, not so much because of, of trauma as we would see it, but more because people were family members and and um, outside influences were putting pressure on her to do something with her life, do something with her life, and she was in that transitional that transitional place and she thought of that or or she viewed that as nagging and nagging and nagging at her and so the horse would was constantly like on her clothing like lipping her clothing and lipping her shoes and lipping her pants and I and I said to her what's that all about for you what's what's going on there and she said well the horse won't leave me alone I said yeah so where's that happening in your life and she said oh yeah my mom does that to me all the time. And my dad does that to me all the time. I said, yeah, so what's that all about? And then the horse gave her his heart. And I said, well, what does that symbolize to you? She said, well, I know they don't they don't mean anything bad by it. I said, yeah, but now the horse is giving you his heart. So what does that symbolize to you? All of that nagging. And she called it nagging. I didn't. So I used her words right back to her. And... Um, I said, well, what is that nagging all about? And, and now the horse is aligning his heart chakra with yours. What's that all about? And she said, yeah, I guess I associate the nagging with love, don't I? Hmm. And I said, well, I don't know, do you? That's, that's all you. That's, what is that all about? And when she left here, her shoulders were different. Her face was softer. Um, she walked a little prouder. Because she said, yeah, that's, that's not love. The, the, the message behind it is. But she associated the nagging because her boyfriend started doing it and friends started doing it. So she associated that with love. And the horse gave me that clear information. He couldn't, the horse couldn't have been clearer. You know, if, if, if the horse had, you know, opposing thumbs, would have written it out on a piece of paper as a diagnosis for me. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> wow. But these are natural gifts that they have and that they give us. And it's whether or not we're listening and we're picking up on it. And it, and it truly is. It, it's just a very healing, amazing experience. And to watch people walk out of here just feeling lighter, um, just, just feeling differently about themselves. And How do people okay. get a hold of you? Uh, Anna, if they uh, want to, our website is www.bergenequestrian.com, and our email address is bergenequestriancenter at gmail.com, and my I, telephone number is uh, 201-336-3370, and that's the main office, and they would ask for me, or they would ask to make an appointment with me. With Anna. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. 
And I want to ask you, do you have a tip for joy? How do people find joy in their lives? The, the, the quickest way to joy is through your truth. Stand in your truth and you'll find your joy because everybody has access to happiness. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at your, your website here, Anna, and you said you do groups usually on like Mondays and Wednesday nights, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, all day Monday, all day Wednesday. Um, we do groups. Um, we can actually do them any day, but those are the days we put aside for them. We can do it for, um, you know, by appointment, then we do it, um, and, um, you know, for, for individuals by appointment. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious too, like, so when you're saying like the horses just are, you know, these big masses and stuff, are there other animals that kind of, that you've seen or, you know, do horses work the best? And like, do cows do this? <laughs> Cause they're so big and kind of docile too, or, you know what I mean? I, I'm just so new to this. Like, I'm just curious, like where, you know, what people can find or what's, you know, what the trend is and how, how well this is working around even the world kind of. Oh, sure. Um, so horses are, um, they're, they're naturally, they, they, if you think about it, horses have been with us since the beginning of time. Um, they, you know, think about back in with the, the Romans and the Trojans and, and, and they rode horses into war and, 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 and horses for recreation and horses to plow our fields and horses to, um, we, we've, we've discovered, um, new territories with horses. Everything has been done with horses. So they've been with us the whole time. So they're very in tune to us. Um, other animals can do it. Um, dogs do carry uh, a little bit of worry and concern. Um, and um, cats, they, they can do it to some extent. Um, cows, I've not really, I, I can't speak to that because I've not really worked with cows as much. Yeah. Um, and I, I know donkeys or anything in the equi species I've worked with. And I've worked with mini horses. I've worked with donkeys. Um, but anything in the equi species I've worked with, and um, they they seem to be really in tune to the humans. And um, and kind of why they have like dogs that are all um, you know like when you see like therapy dogs, we have a lot of those in New York. You know, and people just to keep people company and happy. I mean, it's just I feel like we've you know forgotten how comforting I guess the animals can really be. Like you're saying, like yeah. the, the horses can just be. I mean, like, we loved it. I mean, that's still how, like, my grandparents were. They just spent all day in the stables and, you know, brushing the horses. It was just so calming to be around yeah. them in general, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's why we loved it, just to ride yeah. them and go for rides and stuff. Yeah. We, 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 we steal a little bit of their serenity. And when, you know, even just in grooming or just in being present with them, we, 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 we feed off of their, their serenity. And, um, and, and it's just such a marvelous thing. It's such a marvelous thing, and yeah, they're I'm calming. Really fascinated. I would love yeah. to come out and, and see this firsthand. I would love to invite you out. You're <laughs> here. I think we're going to make a date with you, mm -hmm. <laughs> Anna. Absolutely. And Leona is not so far from either one of us. Well, it's it's we're only about a half hour from Queens. Um, I don't know where you're located, but we're only half hour from Queens. Yeah, I'm in West Orange, so also I'm not. Oh, far. it's only a half hour from West Orange. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd middle. love to invite you here. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I'd love to like learn more and, like I said, try to just see how this works. And you know, what I mean, because like I said, I feel like well, you know, I 
well, Irene lost her husband, but like I said, I just lost my dad. So I've been, this has been a whole new enlightening experience for me just to like understand everything and see it from a totally different perspective because I feel like, I mean, it's one thing to hear Irene's story of loss, but until you really lose somebody, you don't comprehend a lot of it and you see a lot of these and how it can really help. And um, I mean, I'm just fascinated, like, you know, with Lee and everything and just how how great like this healing and how it can just bring some a sense of like just calm and peace to your life so i mean i think this just adds a whole new component to it with the horse it's wonderful to provide people with the information that they don't suffering is optional they Absolutely. don't have to you they you can't i mean of course we have grief and trauma and we are affected by life mm-hmm. but you don't have to carry it with you always there are ways you can heal it and move on to the next chapter of your life. Absolutely. And that's that's what that's what horses give us. They teach us that we are not our trauma. We are not our grief. We are not. It, that's that's a byproduct. That's not who we are. We are pure positive energy. We are pure love. We are pure serenity. That's who we are. We're not the trauma. Right. And it's 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 just an amazing experience that that um that we we share with with horses it, it's in a way really they're connecting with our souls absolutely absolutely they they it, and and when we have um horses that are sick and that are dying and things like that um you know um horses understand that and it's not something that they they dwell on it's not that oh and i miss my friend and then they're like okay they've moved on to the next journey mhm okay you know, and, and they, they say their goodbyes and, and they know that, okay, we, we have to release them in order for them to complete their path. We have to release them. And that's what they do. And you can see it. That's what they do because they are, they have a dynamic herd, you know, in, in their, their herd dynamics. There is, that certainly does happen. And they will release the departing soul to move on to their next journey. In many ways, they're much wiser than we human beings. Absolutely. And they, they tell me that every day. <laughs> I think every we're really day. good at complicating our lives way beyond what we need. And it's just nice to have this as like a reality check, kind of like bring it back. Absolutely. What you're really supposed to be and just happy and get rid of this, like you said, the trauma yeah. that we carry for no reason. Like we yeah. we plague ourselves with it. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And 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 part of me in, in a lot of my my research um, in traumatology, um, part of me thinks that um, we're we're almost guilted um, by society or by whatever beliefs um, and our backgrounds. We're almost guilted into carrying it, mm-hmm. and it's it's it really is not necessary. It's not necessary. You know, it, uh, happiness is it, and joy is the only mandatory thing that we have to do. That's it. Because the horse helps you get in touch with your truth. And once you're in touch with it by removing whatever energetic blocks you have or whatever is your problem, you're able to allow that into your life. Right, right. We we come from, um, <clears throat> the horses come from a, a, a place where you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You just have to move some stuff out of the way. That's what they 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 come from with with their healing. You're not broken. You're not. You don't need to be fixed, which differs a lot from um, the psychotherapy aspect of it. So the talk therapy is is very different than what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a or great really way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks yeah. for taking some time today. And I don't want to take up your whole evening, but, you know, I appreciate you giving us a little bit more insight into these horses and 
I'm I'm sure this isn't the end of our journey with you. <laughs> so oh, no, by no means. We'll we'll be around for sure. We 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 also hold meditation classes, equine meditation wow. classes, um, twice a month, and you can check our um our events for that. Um, and we do have um we we basically sit in um a, in a paddock with the horses. The horses are at liberty, so they're free. They can choose to join or not. Um, and we, we sit on hay bales and we meditate and it's amazing how many horses will come over and start, um, interacting with people as they're meditating, because that's when you're really at a place of serenity and that's when they join up with you. Stephanie, you and I definitely have to do that. Yeah, well, you're good at the meditating. I'll be just sitting there doing my to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to perfect my meditation, but right now... Not so great. So maybe this will help. I can guarantee that that will not happen. Our next one is October 30th, and we're having um, horses along with Tibetan bowls. And I can guarantee that that will not happen. You will not be doing your to-do list. You will be front and center (laughs) with the horses. Do you have a newsletter when people sign on to your website that you send people with the to let them know what events are coming up? Like if someone wants to go to you for that meditation or whatever. Absolutely. Or they have to go to the site. Uh, they have to do. They have to go to the website, but they can um, just go and and send us an email and ask to be on our constant contact list for meditations or for events in that manner, and then we can just send them out so they don't have to go onto the site. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at your events now, so I'll I'll you add us to your list and I'll add you to mine. Fabulous. <laughs> I'd like to know about these because, yeah, I'm going to try to get out there. I'm looking at all these now on here and see what's coming up. Sure. Which is also another thing because and I like to say is that because we're introducing all of these different modalities to people, and your modality is probably so right for many people who feel other modalities are not right for them and vice versa. So it's a wonderful, this is a wonderful option and opportunity for a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you. I certainly do hope that you guys come and I'd be happy to, to um, let you explore it and, and, and feel it. Yeah, definitely. Keep us posted yeah. on your upcoming events like this one on the sure. 30th and, you know, we'll, we'll help spread the word. See who's Absolutely. out there and wants to come by with us. We'll Absolutely. So, all right. Well, again, Absolutely. thanks for sharing. Like, we'll put your information up on our site too. So, if you don't go to BergenEquestrian.com, you can also get all the information on our podcast under IreneWeinberg.com. Um, and can I spell that last feedback. name in case people have a problem with that? It's W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G. Irene, everybody Irene. knows you. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Some people get the spelling wrong. <laughs> They'll find you. They'll find okay. You. But uh, all right. Well, thanks. We're going to wrap it up till next time. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.